I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game! Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! So it's U.S. Sports. It's Donnie and Joe for the first time in forever. I don't even want to think how long it's been since we've done this. I don't even want to think. Where did you get this tan from, Joe? <laughs> have, have people commented on this tan? Got a few comments here. It's some tan. It's the kind of tan you might you might purchase. <laughs> That's been said. <laughs> yeah. Neither sprayed nor bought. I promise. Fair play. I, I believe you. No, it's true. Yeah, I was away for a couple of weeks. Mallorca, sunshine. Relaxing, all that kind of stuff. Done. Something to be said for vitamin D. There's a lot to be said for vitamin D. Vitamin D. Although it's the US sports lot. Vitamin D, what the hell. Wasn't there a story a couple of weeks ago or a month ago that Irish people are very deficient in their vitamin D? It's not surprising, but we're deficient in it. I, it's one thing. It's the hardest, as an American in this country, I find it the hardest thing to live without is my vitamin D. As I, an Irishman in this country, I find it hard to live without yeah. vitamin D. It's a struggle. We digress. So this story is very, very interesting. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is the guy we're going to talk about here. I'm sure people have seen some of this story. So Kaepernick, uh, let's give the background then to get us to this point, the the shorthand version. He's a 28-year-old quarterback with the San Francisco 49ers. He was born in Milwaukee to white mother, African-American father. He was adopted, turned out to be pretty good at the old throwing the football business. And career in decline now at 28 with San Francisco? Or is that a good career? I mean, he's earning $14 million a year. Yeah, he was. Um, There's an article written about him in 2013 where um, a well-known ESPN football pundit said he might be the the next great NFL quarterback. Um, he okay. had he arrived sort of unexpectedly onto the scene in 2013, um, and then um, he nearly brought the 49ers to two Super Bowls. He was a, a brilliant talent. Uh, he could run. He could throw. A uh, really incredible player in his. In his moment, but over the last two years, his sort of his his ability has sort of declined. His career has sort of tailed off a bit. Um, he's 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 been, he was benched last year. His his career was, is sort of in standstill, uh, just in, as a football okay. player, you know. Okay. Um, so in tandem with the football career, he's been very politically aware. Yeah, that's right. I mean. It, we were here, I think, in, maybe this is the last time we were here. It seems like um, after the SP Awards, LeBron James and um, three other NBA players had gone on stage and made a, a big and, you know, well-publicized and, you know, com- commendable statement talking about, talking directly to athletes saying that, you, you know, players need to do more to discuss, um, you know, racism and the role it pl- continues to play in America so that, at the time that... Uh, two black men had been killed by police mm. in the states. Uh, Kaepernick was at, around that time was one of the the most vocal sort of athletes in America that you would find on social media, uh, being very critical of um, of of racism in America and of the behavior of police officers towards members of the African American community. Yeah. Um, so now, in a preseason game just last week, he has taken this to another level. That's right. On he was. The, the Niners were playing Friday night against Green Bay. 
and uh, Kaepernick was making his debut, season debut. He'd been on the sidelines for the, for the first two preseason games, but against Green Bay Friday night, um, as things were, were, were getting kicked off, the national anthem was playing. And um, They love their national anthem. Look, you can't really have an American sporting event or an American event, an American public event, without the national anthem in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I remember being playing basketball in 1991 uh, around the time of the Gulf War, and like you know, this is a youth basketball game and lining out and everybody just stopping for the national anthem to be played. It's a huge part of American life. You people love the flag. Yeah, it's hugely, as we'll hear in the audio you're going to bring us, it's hugely tied up, not just with American life, but with the military who are literally out there dying for the cause. Yeah, it's a symbol of it's a symbol of America both at home and abroad. And, but, you know, people see the flag and they think of the troops. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. Kaepernick, as the national anthem is being played Friday night, doesn't stand up. He finds the bench and he sits on the bench. Um, he's photographed sitting down on the bench while the, everyone else on, you know, there's 53 guys, maybe even more because it's a preseason game. They're all standing. Kaepernick. D- does anyone turn to him and nudge him and say, dude, what the hell? He's just sitting there alone and island to himself. Okay. So this is commented on social media. After the game, NFL.com reporter Steve Weish approaches Kaepernick and says, you know, what were you doing there? Because Kaepernick's views on, uh, you know, on racism and the American system would be very well publicized. Mm. Kaepernick very calmly says to the reporter uh, that, yes, this was a protest. And he says, I'm I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Okay. So you're going to bring us the audio of him speaking to a bunch of reporters. Was this after the game or is this a yeah, different Yeah, so this is, this is uh, at practice on Monday. So Practice on Monday, okay. So, you know, this thing had caught fire on social media. Kaepernick jerseys were being burned nearly automatically. Wow. Or nearly instantly. Um, he was being abused with racial epithets from all corners or whatever on, on Twitter on Saturday once this came out. He returned to practice on Monday. Here he is explaining in more detail. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, in a, he's in a locker room here. He's in a locker room. Where, t- tons of journalists around. Yeah, here. 15, 20 reporters that you'd see in, in any sort of standard, um, you know, locker room yeah. kind of press um, setting in America. But the topic isn't, you know, the game or, you know, yeah. his, his stats. It's his thoughts on America. I just, I, as we play this, what struck me about this and the reason we're going to play like two minutes of it because the guys who read off the teleprompter at the ESPYs and, you know, Michael Jordan's written a piece and the others might write to the Players' Tribune or various places. Look, honestly, I don't doubt their intentions, but mm. I, I just strongly suspect it's been looked at by PR people and they've had help with it. And I'm sure they believe what they're saying, but this guy is the real deal that we're about to hear, Kaepernick. He is standing there in front of a ton of journalists and he's saying, ask me anything. And it's it's really well thought out. He's smart. I mean, it's it's really impressive. So, here's about two minutes of Kaepernick on Monday. I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all, and it's not happening for all right now. Is this something that's evolved as a philosophy in your mind and how has this kind of progressed that you make a stand like this? It's something that I've seen, I've felt, um, wasn't quite sure how to deal with uh, originally and it is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently, uh, 
these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground. It's things that have gone on in this country for years and years and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Colin, so many people see the flag as kind of a symbol of military. How do you view it and, and what do you say to those people? Uh, you know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family, I have friends that have gone and fought for this country. And they fight for freedom. They fight for the people, they fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. It's something that's not happening. And I've seen videos, I've seen cir circumstances where men and women that have been in the military have come back and been treated unjustly by the country they fought for and have been murdered by the country they fought for on our land. That's not right. Hmm. And he kept going for another two, three, four, five minutes, batted everything away, never wavered. Yeah. So where are we in terms of the Arab outrage and the Jersey burning? And, and this must be one of the big stories in America. Yeah, right this now. this is maybe the biggest story it, right. in America at the moment. Right. And um, it, it's, you know, for a certain portion of Americans, this is this is the kind of story that really gets people excited and angry. Uh, for white Americans, especially people who vote for Republican, the Republican Party, this is their bread and butter. People who uh, try to demean the flag or don't, you know, don't stand up for, you know, the values of the of what America stands for. We can hear Donald Trump right now. Oh wow! Okay, the Trumps talk he, about this. He had a, okay. he had a brief but um, Trumpian reaction. Well, I have uh, followed it, and I think it's. Uh, I think it's personally not a good thing. I think it's I think it's a terrible thing, and uh, you know he'll uh, maybe he should find a country that works better for him. Let him try. It won't happen. Hmm. Find another country, Joe. Hmm. But it's it's kind of hard to envisage. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. When I say this to you, but it's also hard to envisage Kaepernick spending the next however many months sitting out the anthem. Yeah, so he said he's not going to change his protest. This is going to continue until this this issue is solved. And this issue that he's trying to change is so massive that it cannot be solved in 228 years or however old America is. You yeah, know, it's so, probably got another few generations yeah. to go. But he's, you know, he's adamant. He's saying, I don't care what I, what, I, what I lose commercially or if I get cut from the team or whatever. I'm going to know that, that this is what I stand for and I'm happy with, about that and I can live with myself. Wow. Now... Kaepernick, I mean, just as a, as an athlete, is in a really awkward situation because he's fighting for his job. Um, the Niners are playing Thursday night in San Diego. There's a huge military community in the area. There's a big naval base there. He, he's going to be under the scrutiny of the whole country during the during the anthem, right? The next day, the, Chip Kelly, the coach, and the organization are going to have to decide: Are we going to keep this guy on? Do we do we need this? Does the organization need this? They've been they've had two really bad years. New coach. 
uh, Kaepernick isn't even really, he isn't what he used to be. Yeah. So they can just say, the easiest thing to do is to say, you know, see you later, Colin. Thanks for your time. For football reasons, we're going to move on for you. Now, there was, in 1996, there was a basketball player, his name is Chris Jackson. He converted to Islam, his name to, uh, he converted his name, changed his name to Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, and he um, sat out an anthem in 1996. He was fined uh, 30 grand and suspended for one game by the NBA. Mm. He said that it cost him his entire career. And the the talk of, you know, with Kaepernick here is, you know, if he's going to stick to this to these protests, no team is going to want this on yeah, their team. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Kaepernick, it's very divisive. He, there's been, he's got a lot of support from from players. But then other players have been very vocal and saying, look, look, I'm happy for you to say what you want as long as you don't criticize my flag, you yeah, know? Don't disrespect yeah. the flag. And, that, and, and if, if, you know, he relies as a quarterback on these massive linemen to sort of to guard for him. Yeah. But if these guys don't, you know, if they're pissed off about this and if they don't see eye to eye politically, it actually creates, uh, you know, a sort of disharmony in the team. So, like... Kaepernick, like the more I listen to that audio, the more I read about this, the, the bravery of what he's doing is, is is really compelling. He's he's risking his career, yes, for an issue that he can't change himself. No, and you know where where this goes from here, I don't know, but it's very hard to see him playing in the NFL this year. You know, so okay, like now he makes fourteen million dollars, and that's what you know. That's what sure. This is what your your man on the street will tell you. Well, how you make so much money, you should be just thankful for the opportunity. Yeah, but he doesn't want his career over at twenty nine. No, twenty eight. We'll see how this plays out. This is going to be fascinating. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, he's we we really wanted to see an athlete step up. Yeah, say something. Yeah, you know, to he's offending people. He's he's sticking his neck out of joint or other others' necks out of joint for this, and I think he's he's taking a massive risk. So we'll, I I yeah. kind of worried for him in a way, just realistically, but. Um, Hopefully, hopefully his career can continue alongside his, his his politics. Okay, really interesting stuff. Danny, I will see you next Tuesday. And in just a few moments, Kilkenny, Tipperary, All-Ireland Hurling Final this Sunday, we're talking with UCD historian Paul Rouse about Kilkenny versus Tipperary in the Hurling Final of 1916, which was quite the event. Don't hold back. Text News Talk on 53106.